The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another live show of Strike Point. I'm David Nair, and my co-host as normal is Michael Dineb. Are you there, mate? Yes, I am here, and hopefully you will be here for the rest of the show as well. You seem to have a little bit of <laughs> problems today, so if Dave drops in and out a little bit, uh, it may be due to bad internet connection in his area. Wasn't you, wasn't you operating an ISP yourself? Yeah, I'm not on my ISP anymore. I'm on a t- <laughs> service because they, they promised me bigger, faster, higher speeder and all the rest of it and what I ended up with was intermittent lag outs and all sorts of weirdness. It's like my route was saying on a ping test I'm getting like 6.5 meg download and speed test is showing me I'm getting less than 1 meg so I'm like oh god just what I need of course anyway we will battle on yeah, we'll do our best. Um, yeah, we will be talking a little bit about some news again this week. Um, Google Webmaster Tools made a very important update, or very extensive update, that um, you did some posting about on uh, your blog, or was it one of your, I think one of your your employees did a post on... Um, Minions. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk about traveling in Iceland. <laughs> they, they surely know how to brand themselves up there. <coughs> it's amazing how that very small country and only 300,000 people, they, they really tend to, um, at least for the past couple of years, they, 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 they surely hit the medias. <laughs> and now again, with all the yeah, this they say they seem to know how to do it. They don't never do it in little bits either. They always do it in really big bits. It's not like, hey, we've got a volcano. It's like, hey, we've got a volcano, and no one can fly in Europe. Um, so that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm glad that I wasn't out of the country and that I was at home and and everything seems to just work well for me. You know, I mean, I was over in Manchester near the airport um, at the weekend, so it was nice that there was no airplanes flying over. It was very quiet, which is always nice. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it's a bit of a weird one, really. It's like, when you look at it, it's it's dangerous to fly at the moment. So, will, will we ever get out of this? You know what I mean? It's like, the last time this volcano erupted, it lasted for two years. So, I don't <laughs> want to be like a scaremonger or anything like that, but this could be two years of no flying into the UK. How awesome would that be? A little bit scary, I think. It is actually very scary. And, um, and, and as you say... It could go on for a long time. I do think that as soon as the ice cap, I'm not a volcano expert anyway, but as I understand it, if the, the, once the ice cap or the, the, the volcano is gone, uh, those explosions are going to stop and, and all that uh, dust and ashes going up in the air and basically blocking all the flying uh, will stop uh, at that point. So hopefully with this volcano, it, it's going to ease out over the next days or whatever. But then, you know, there's a, as, I, as I heard it, there's, a, there's another volcano on the island that is even bigger. And if they look back in history, that, yeah. that have usually erupted after one of those little ones erupts. So, um, so basically, maybe we, we're looking into a much bigger volcano uh, exploding um, and doing all kinds of damage. And that one, as, as I hear, do actually have a very big ice cap on top of it. So it's going to be very, very beautiful. <laughs> It's um, so yeah. you know some so, people. people so Denmark it, it, was was speculating on um, 
what would happen if we, for a long time, are not able to fly around, at least not you know, to the degree and level that we used to, what will happen to the international business world? You know, what what's going to you know, are people still going to produce as much stuff they do in China if it's not very easy to just fly out there and fly back? <laughs> um, you know, how is that going to change the world? You know, that's interesting, Chris. I hope, of course, it doesn't happen, but um, it could be a while before we can fly normally again. I know. I mean, it, it's not just like from the business point of view, is it? It's like how. How much food does, like, your country fly in? How much food does... Ma- I mean, most of the food that comes into the UK is flown in. Um, mm-hmm. So are we going to see shortages of exotic fruits like bananas and stuff like this? So I don't, I don't know, think... It's going to be interesting. Do they fly in bananas? Don't they have them on big container boats or something, you know, ships and... I don't know. No, I, don't know I, think shipping. <laughs> I think they fly them into the UK, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a weird one. It's certainly a weird one altogether. You know, what I, mean? I mean, the fact I is that you know, would never have thought that you know, what I mean, that something like this would literally knock out all the airplanes out of the UK. I mean, apparently it's had a bigger knock-on effect than nine eleven. Yeah. There's um, there's more people stranded so now um, around the world than there was during nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's definitely very dramatic, and also of course, it's. I mean, I can almost. I don't usually feel sorry for the airlines because I think they fucked up so much themselves. But I, you know, they they. they yeah. I feel a little bit sorry for them now. I mean, they they really had a couple of really really bad years, and they're doing really really bad. Losing passengers, losing revenues, and now this, and on top of it, and it just cost them so much money uh, in reimbursements and hotel rooms and all kinds of problems. It's, it's, you know, I can, I, I, you know, I can feel a little bit sorry with them. <laughs> it's definitely not good. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I know I've got a, a bunch of guys. You guys tonight listening on the iPhone apparently, so I will let you know how that all works out tomorrow. Uh, um, but yes, we're going to talk a little bit about Google Webmaster Tools. I'm going to try and do my Google Roundup in the news this week again. Although uh, this week I've not looked at anything. Well, last week I didn't look at anything. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that spins out. Um, but I, if you want to do a, a quick commercial break now to say hi yeah. to the sponsors then super duper we'll do that yeah i think we should do that so if you just stay with us uh, we'll be back in a minute sit tight and don't move strike point we'll be back after this short break only on webmasterradio.fm <laughs> Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. 
DEFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, is making its way to Denver June 21st through the 23rd. How would you like to come to AFCON 2010 and not pay a single penny? AFCON 2010 presents the AFCON 2010 Fully Free Experience Sweepstakes. Go to AFCON2010.com slash sweepstakes. You can win round-trip airfare, a three-night stay at the Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, and VIP access to all sessions, exhibits, and WebmasterRadio.fm's affiliate bash. All you have to do is sign up now at AFFCON2010.com slash sweepstakes. Be one of the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st to the 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. So, just before the break, we were discussing Iceland and dodgy internet connections that I have at home, and now we're going to discuss a little bit about Google Webmaster Tools. And could Google actually be starting to give us information that could be really, really useful, or are they just pushing out more data to try and keep them? ahead of the curve. Personally, myself, I think they've given us some good data. There's still some little bits missing, and so the download functions are a little bit flaky, um, but in general terms, I think that the what they've done with where you're getting your traffic from and the trending within Webmaster Tools, it looks like it's a step closer to seeing analytics or a, a, an analytics light version input into Webmaster the tools, and possibly even Google Analytics going to a, dare I say it, a paid version? I don't know. It's just rumors, and that's just me. So, Mikkel, what do you think about Webmaster Tools? I definitely think it's it's good news. It's uh, I mean, every, everything that they added to Webmaster Tools so far has been an improvement, and, and it's also very positive to see that um, the Webmaster Tools team that I know have lots of good ideas uh, for what to do, I actually able to get um, priority internally in Google and, and, and apparently the resources to build these new things because it does take resources to roll it out and build it and stuff. And, and so that's very positive to see because it means that, that Google uh, do realize that there is some value in, in supplying these kinds of, of information and tools and stuff uh, to webmasters. And that kind of keeps my hope high for a lot of the other things that I would like to see um, as we talked about so many times before. Uh, and I know that the Webmaster Tools team would also, at least some of it, uh, be able to provide it. Uh, so the more success Google have with, with tools like this, and the more we can show them, we appreciate it and, um, and you know, somehow pay them back on that account, um, the more I think we're going to get like that. Um, but, as you say, it's definitely not perfect. I mean, as, as, as you also pointed out in your blog, uh, you know, when you start looking at the different numbers that you get from Google through different of their services, and, and if you compare that with numbers you get from other sources and other tools or log files or whatever, uh, there are very, very big differences in, in, in those numbers. They just, you know, they don't match up. Uh, so, I, you know, I would stay... I would still say that the, the, the absolute value of the numbers are very low. You shouldn't, you shouldn't count those numbers as absolutes. But I think as relative numbers, uh, they're very interesting. Uh, and especially, um, of course, the fact that you can now see how different rankings affect your click-through rates. And it's really interesting to see what type of keywords that, um, that gives you what type of click-through rates. I mean, I have had, which is kind of strange to me uh, at first glance, I had keywords in a position was eight or nine or something with a 22, 26% click-through rate, which was like very surprising to me. Why did that listing, you know, on a, on a eight or nine position get 
a click-through rate that high. And then, of course, I had to look into the listing and see why my listing was better than a lot of the other ones above me. Um, but, you know, so it, it, you know, it gives you good pointers to when you did stuff that really, really worked well for you and when you did stuff that doesn't work at all <laughs> or work really bad for you. <clears throat> so I think it's, it's, it's the same thing with yeah. a lot of other like this. It gives you pointers to where to look and where to do stuff, where to improve stuff, where to get inspired by what you did well. Uh, and in that sense, it's it's a very good tool. Uh, just don't just don't look at the numbers. I think for now, and and take them for absolute. There's a the, the two types of numbers that I found are not accurate. Is the numbers that they're reporting on each of the keywords. You know, how many impressions do you have? How many click-throughs do you have? And the click-throughs just doesn't match up to anything. Um, no matter how you know I can compare them, they don't matter match. And then that's one thing, but one thing that, that I was even more uh, uh, curious about because that, that part could be explained different things, also the way that Google do cookies and all kinds of stuff. There could be a lot of explanations for that. But they're not reporting the same spread on keywords as I get with other reportings. Like one of the websites I'm working with, we're getting uh, traffic on about, I think, 50 or 60,000 different unique keywords a month. But in the uh, Google Webmaster they only show about four and a half different keywords. So, I mean, all those keyword, different keyword phrases that we found in other tracking, of course, does exist. That has nothing to do with cooking uh, referrals or anything like that, because those referrals exist. Uh, so, they, so they're missing, in that case, 46,000 or something like that. Keywords that, you know, we or that produce traffic, a lot of traffic, actually. Um, so, you know, it's not absolute numbers. Yeah, I mean the problem that I have is that we we rank check on a daily basis and then tie that back to our analytics and our logs, um, and the click-throughs that they're showing, they some of them are close, um, but some of them are just way way off kilter. You know what I mean? And you look and it's like, no, 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 no. This this doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Because I know that I get what they're saying. Um, you know what I mean? The, I don't know, I'm just looking at three keywords in an industry at the moment. One is a brand term, one is a generic term, and one is a single keyword. And their impressions are exactly the same. Our positions are exactly the same, but I get 20%, 3%, and nothing. Now, that just doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? The, for three keywords in that sector, the, the variance would be so, so far out and that doesn't make it you know it just doesn't make sense um you know what i mean and it's like i've got it's like five thousand queries over a million impressions um and a click-through rate of forty nine thousand five hundred. and i look at my data from um my web logs and i've had almost another Five thousand click through from organic. So where's that twenty five thousand gone? So there's there's a few little weird quirks in there that I still haven't quite worked out. I don't think they're passing through data from all of the one boxes, um, but we do see data come through from certain areas. So like say new, I do see data through local, I don't. So I, I, I'm not too sure about the blog side of it or or from. Um, the shopping results, but there certainly seems to be a, a mismatch of what data they're actually showing in there to what real data there is in there. And I don't see any of my PPC stuff in there. So it's kind of like a little bit, hang on a minute, it's like I rank number two for this keyword, I have done forever, and you're telling me I'm getting 2,900 click-throughs through for this, but I know for a fact that I get more than that. So it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so there's a few quirky things in there that once I find out, because obviously they're not going to tell me where the data sources are coming from, um, but if I can find out where the data sources are coming from, then maybe the, that will answer some questions because we do have, as I say, one boxes and news boxes in there and image boxes and things like this. So it'd be nice if they did post on that saying hey this is where this data is coming from um but we'll see but it's a step in the right direction yeah. a real good step in the right direction yeah it, um, it definitely is 
And definitely, one, one, more, one more problem that I also found in the reporting is that the way that they calculate impressions uh, and click-throughs and then the final click-through rate uh, in percentage um, is a little weird. <laughs> uh, I think it might be, in, it could be the cookie stuff that is involved. They, they, you know, they, they, they track referrals even though they're not re-referrals and therefore they don't have impressions. Uh, because some of the keywords in, in, in some of the accounts I was looking into have click-through rates um, in the 240-250% range, which of course, from a, from, a, from a more obvious point of view, is not to uh, totally illogical, because you cannot have more than one click on one search. Of course, unless they store the, the, the referral information and, 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 and attach it, uh, connect it to the, to the visit again from the same user uh, later or something like that. Um, or if they, if they click back uh, and, and click another link, but, but then, um, you know, would, would the same people click the same link average 2.4 times, you know, I kind of, kind of doubt that. Uh, so there's some, 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 um, yeah. some strange things in, in, in relation to impressions and click crews. Uh, it's also a little weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what the weird one for me is, is that my analytics shows me on some keywords them sending more traffic than Webmaster Tools does. So that goes against the vein that in our office, well, analytics is a JavaScript. If you don't have JavaScript in crawl, uh, installed, you wouldn't get the click-through and all the rest of it. But having more traffic for, in Webmaster Tools is like... Where the hell did that come from? So yeah, there's a, there's definitely a mismatch there. But, but there's I, I, a, like a, I just saw a, um, an analysis a guy did on uh, campaign tracking. So not on search referrals, which you know is a little more difficult because we, we don't have access to the source search engines. But for campaign tracking, he did some testings on how Google is uh, Google Analytics is, is managing campaign tracking, and it was quite uh, shocking to me to see actually. That, that Google seems to be storing the, the, the campaign tracking um, as a referral in the cookie. Uh, so when that user comes back, that visit is still um, applied to the campaign as a, as a new visit for that campaign. Uh, even though uh, the visitor uh, went directly to the website or, or through a bookmark or something that didn't have the campaign tracking URL in it. Uh, so if that if they if they do, but I haven't seen proof of that, and I haven't I haven't had time to check it out or, or try and investigate it. But if Google is actually doing the same thing for search uh, in Google Analytics, that would explain um, why um, why we we get these uh, wrong numbers. Uh, but then again, I don't think that they actually do on a broad scale because it still doesn't mess up, match up. Because what about the missing keywords? Um, and what about comparison with other analytics where the numbers from uh, uh, we, we on one of the websites where we have most of the search traffic like it's about half a million uh, from Google a month uh, we actually run two different uh, uh, web analytics packages uh, for different reasons uh, that's a long story get back to that another day but anyway the numbers we get there are, are very similar actually uh, Google Analytics and, and this other system uh, so that kind of shows me that the, the search referrals are not uh, just wrong because Google is doing some cookie stuff. There, there are definitely some some uh, uh, some missing link between uh, analytics and, and Google Webmaster Tools. But yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully Google gets out. But but then, as you also pointed out, the black blog post when you <coughs> sorry about that, guys. If you go to um, uh, the Google Keyword Tools or, or the AdWords uh, Keywords Tools, um, the numbers you get there. Are, are like totally different from web uh, uh, web analytics, uh, Google Web's web analytics, and um, and Google Webmaster tools. So actually, they provide us with three different sets of numbers. And then actually, if you go to Google Trends, you get different numbers too. So there's a fourth set of numbers. <laughs> so which one comes yeah, closer so to? It's the, <laughs> maybe maybe it's 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 Explain more about that. If anybody wants to know what, what anybody wants to know what the Google gap is, that is it right there. <laughs> that they, they give you four different numbers, and the Google gap is the different bit. So you take it all with a pinch of salt, um, but it's uh, interesting. Um, Google News. 
I've just had, had a quick look through to see if I could find anything that would be uh, awesome. And I think my favourite Google News story is on our favourite subject, Street View. Um, and according to the Sun newspaper in the UK today, uh, Google has photographed the same woman walking her dog around the streets where she lives. 43 times so she appears on street view 43 times they think it might be a record they're not too sure um if anyone listening to this show is is a budding street view star and has got 44 appearances on google street view let the sun know you never know um there may be a prize in it for you um i think the big news is to be honest is google is looking, uh, they've outlined the plans for a service that would lead to internet-connected printers to be cloud-aware. So therefore, you sit on your laptop, you find something, you print it, it goes on the cloud, and out of the, the internet connection into your printer, getting away from connectivity and all the rest of it, which would be an awesome thing if you then have cloud-connected printers in hotels and cloud um, printers in airports and things like that because it would mean that you could actually browse stuff and print it out of course it's still all reliant on having a decent internet connection and sometimes we all know I don't have that so it's a bit of a pain in the backside the other story that's breaking at the moment which I'm watching very closely is the fact that the Viacom, the Viacom $1 billion court case against YouTube they're actually saying that the court notes that have been released are actually really helping them. Um, the fact that YouTube, um, some of the Google execs, apparently, these notes kind of show that YouTube is a business and relied on pirated content from media companies like Viacom before the before Google actually acquired the web portal. Um, so it's kind of like saying, yeah, look, we have all this pirated software, pirated video clips on there, and this is what the users want to see. Um, and it wasn't until 2007 uh, that Google actually started doing anything about the DMCA request, which was pretty much the same time as Viacom launched this lawsuit. So that's an interesting one that did Google actually buy YouTube, knowing that it had pirated software on there and pirated video clips and pirated movies and just bought it thinking that, that hey, it doesn't really matter. We With Google, we can get away with this. Um, it'd be an interesting one. Um, but I think the big positives from Google, seeing those were a couple of negatives, is that it looks like Dell is going to be delivering a Android version of the iPad. So that'd be nice. The first image that's coming out, it looks like there's going to be a 5 inch and a 10 inch. I could be wrong on the 10 inch, but there's definitely a 5 inch coming out, which will basically be very much Android driven. And from what I'm hearing, Android looks like it's definitely going to be the future. Um, it's sounding pretty awesome. And my new mobile phone may actually be the HTC Desire. Um, I still haven't quite made my mind up, but that would be the first Google-based application product, whichever way you want to call it, that I've actually gone out and said, yep, I'm moving away from my Microsoft to a Google product. I have been a Microsoft guy for many, many years, so I suppose that is the biggest news out there. <laughs> Michael, what have you got from your country? <laughs> actually, you it has, it actually, it hasn't been that uh, busy here on the on the on the bad side of things. Uh, it's been an easy week on 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 new stuff. I would say um, in Denmark. We most have been focused on on um, on that whole ash thing going on. We we was hit. I think one of the first airports that closed down was in Copenhagen, and we're still not open, and we still don't know when we will be open. Uh, so it it kind of stalls a lot of things here. Uh, it's really been been the most uh, prominent news here for a couple of days. And then for me, the the most important news today, I guess, was that. Um, as, as you guys know, I switched to um, iPhone some time ago um, for different reasons. I'm not going to go back to that. Um, but today, I dropped it face down on the sidewalk. So now I have a shattered glass <laughs> on my iPhone. It's totally broken. Uh, the iPhone actually works pretty well still. Uh, it, it looks like shit, but um, it works. 
So now I have to go down on Wednesday and get um, a new glass in the iPhone. But that's that's all. That's something like I think eighty pounds or something. It would be like I don't know, hundred fifty dollars, something like that for the glass. <sighs> Again, I hate that, but um, it couldn't. I couldn't really blame any anyone. Neither for the glass or the Icelandic ashes. Is Dave still? still I think with Dave it? just dropped. Were you? You warned maybe, maybe that's a good clue. Um, you, you did warn people, Mikkel. You did warn people. Yeah, I did warn them. So I, apparently Dave is just away from us for a couple of seconds, um, which I think uh, leads nicely into um, a commercial break because we kind of forgot that a little bit. Uh, so if you stay around for a couple of minutes and welcome our sponsors, I hope both me and Dave will be back in a minute. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> XY7 Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. We've become a split state of the art tracking. Where to the start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7Page. It's code free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. My.afcon2010.com. My.afcon2010.com. Your social media source for AFCON 2010. The trade show where affiliates always attend for free. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Check out photos and videos from our past events. Plus, check out our blog and discussion forums. Start socializing today and tell your friends to sign up now at my.afcon2010.com. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. It's time to search for truth. Socialists Obama and his more than willing cohorts in the media to denigrate and marginalize those who disagree with them or present a political threat to them, that really sticks in my craw. Fight for our freedom. How long did these political thugs think that red-blooded, God-fearing, country-loving Americans would sit on the sidelines and take it? And talk with some common sense. You can almost understand the power-loving politician who exempt themselves from Social Security and the health care plan. It's bad enough that these morons exercise no common sense and have spent us out of control to the edge of an abyss. The Jerry Abrams Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel these rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast remember 
AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final part of Strike Point. I've now moved from my home office into the living room, so I'm now going to annoy my wife by not allowing her to watch TV while I speak to you guys on the radio. We How blame awesome it, we, am I? We blame it on volcanic ash interference. <laughs> <laughs> I blame it on bloody Windows 7 updating halfway through a radio show. That's what I blame it on. Uh, why is it... Why is, why is it always updating when you're doing radio shows? I mean, because I, it's updating too often, or, or is it really timing with Microsoft going on there? No, because I only ever use that computer for the radio shows now. So oh, I, that's why. I know so that. I have a computer like that. Yeah. I always boot it up like every second week or something, and every time I boot it up, I have to wait for it because it, it want to do all these updates. So That's yeah. it. That's, and, that's exactly it. Um, and so there's a lesson there to be learnt, people, is make sure if you're going to have a computer at home, that you just leave it turned on all the time. Forget about the electricity costs, you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't really matter because when you do want to use it, it's awful when it wants to do loads of crazy things. And I've got a, a media centre that I only ever turn on when I want to watch a movie. I've got my home computer and my own in my home office, that I only ever turn on to do a radio show. I have a laptop that I use all the time, and I've got my computers at work that I use all the time. So I should really start doing my radio shows from my laptop, or at least make sure that my computer at home gets turned on over the weekend. Stupid person that I am. I don't even know what we were doing on the show now. I've kind of totally lost track of everything. <laughs> Well, we I I think we kind of uh, covered what we wanted on on the Google front and the news front and everything. So um, I was talking about my my broken iPhone, which was um, terrible. But now it is getting fixed, and I have to pay for it myself. Yeah. Anyway, um, I I you know I know we talked about this before, but uh, I was just reminded again that uh, this is a little bit of a rant. So maybe I should put out this uh, disclaimer warning. I'm gonna say something bad about open source. So now all those guys out there, they they know now. So you can you can you can you can turn it off now, guys, if you if you don't want to listen to that. No, it's not actually that bad. It's just you know, I you know, I don't work usually with web development anymore. I'm you know, just doing marketing and strategies and stuff. So but now, you know, and then I, I have to set up a blog and and, you know, I must say that I always loved WordPress a lot, you know, it's, so don't get me wrong, I think WordPress is a great product and, and they use it for all the blogging that, that we do. Um, but then this time I had to set up a, a WordPress on my own again, uh, playing around with different themes and different frameworks and stuff. And, and one thing that hit me again, and it, it kind of makes me sad, is um, I think WordPress is becoming more of a, more of a good evidence of how open source development and community development can can go in the wrong direction. Uh, I'm not saying, as I said, WordPress is not good, and I do think that they made some really good updates. You know, going back from from two point something and up to, especially where they they went with the autom- automated way of updating your 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 WordPress, which was a great update. But it seems like it's also getting more and more complicated. I know to some degree it's getting better. I acknowledge I acknowledge that. But it's also getting more and more complicated. And especially the themes out there. That, there's a bunch of providers that I'm mostly looking into pro providers of, of, of themes or I'm getting something specific built for what I need. But for this case, I was looking for some of the pro providers like Thesis and, and Solo Stream and, you know, all these 
I would say good providers of, 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 uh, of themes. But they're getting more and more difficult to work. I mean, going back just a few years back, I could go out, get a really good theme. That I, I think back then I was using K2 or something from a binary uh, bonsai or something, I think they call. Um, which was very easy actually to, to, to work. It was a great theme, of course, it's kind of outdated now. But now everything is just becoming so much more complicated. And, you know, it, it just reminds me of, of how can you how can you keep developing a product like WordPress, actually make it better, but not make it uh, so much more difficult to operate. For someone like me that, you know, to code a little bit, and I should really be able to fully operate WordPress, but I think it's getting more and more uh, difficult to do it, actually. And which is kind of sad because, to me, being only like a, 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 a medial core programmer, I'm not a very good programmer. I can do a little thing of that, a little bit of that. Uh, but I used to be able to really control WordPress, and it's getting more and more difficult for me to do that. And I kind of find that a little bit sad. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I've just posted over a... Um a link over to you uh, from the register, Mikkel, about, and that's just happening now, the network solutions has been hit again, um, with, and the mass compromise, uh, again, looks like it's happened via WordPress being hacked, and has silently infected a huge number of websites it hosts with, and let's just go, um, and if you follow, I can never pronounce his name, Danko, Danchevs, it's D. His blog is on Blogspot. It's D D A C H E V dot Blogspot dot com. Um, and on Sunday, he he's wrote a great article about um, the security issues and the exploit that's been hitting them. Um, it's dropping in Trojan droppers and all sorts. It's it's absolute mess. And I think that Microsoft. Just buy WordPress, fix it. Okay, it's like I can't say anything more than that. You know what I mean? But it's like uh, I would hate to be on a, a WordPress blog on you know what I mean network solutions. Um, you know what I mean? It's like what you do. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's a tough one because it is an open source um, issue. I think the WordPress did a an issue, um, and I think that this is a bit unfair realistically, because basically the summary of the post is that a web host had a crappy server configuration that allowed people on the same box to each other, read each other's configuration files, and some members of the security press have tried to turn this into a WordPress vulnerability story. Um, I'm just going to say one thing, XML RPC. Dude, come on! It's like you can fix these problems. I don't think that this is. You know what I mean? There's a lot of hosting companies out there. The if you've got shared permissions on servers, you can read other people's config files. It's you know what I mean? It's not security for obscurity, but that hack is coming straight from WordPress. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm sorry, WordPress. I'm not going to side with you on this. This was definitely. Um, you know, I mean, this is definitely a, a WordPress issue, and I've seen it on many hosting boxes, other network solutions, and it. You know, what I mean, so I, f I feel for network solutions at the moment. You know, what I mean, so it's a it's a bad bad day for the internet. But that's what I mean. I mean, it's it, and we had this discussion before. I think that, and I think it's kind of fair enough from from a from a developer point of view. I think most developers that that I work with. They they would rather do new cool features on what they're working with than they would fix old features that doesn't work perfectly. They would rather add a thing that looks cool than they would add a a fix to something that doesn't work. Uh, I know it's less sexy to fix things. I know it's not as sexy to um, to make things more stable and more user friendly. Um, and but you know, for me as a user, it would provide so much more value to the core of the product, the core of, of, of WordPress, if if the basic stuff was uh, was just working better, and that 
it was easier for me to operate it. And and now I know, you know, some geeks may say that uh, if, if, if you try and make it easy to operate, it's, it's not going to be as flexible and stuff. But I don't think that's really true because there are other, you know, there are other publishing solutions that are very easy to operate uh, that, that, uh, that have all the features and, 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 and things you want to do. Um, and, and, and I also think WordPress could do it. I mean, if you, if you go back just a few years on the WordPress development, it was a lot easier to operate. And it was still very feature-rich, uh, and you could do a lot of stuff that you wanted to do. Uh, so it's, it's, I think it's what happens when you put a bunch of geeks together and, and let them develop. I know there's always been the argument in, in open source communities that it's much better to develop in a community and everybody inputs, and if there's some errors, everybody can contribute to it and fix it and stuff. And, and that's all true. But the problem is that those communities, they all consist of geeks. You know, yeah. there's no business people in those communities. There are no, there are no uh, uh, people like me that are not that are not experts in programming. And there's no there's no mom and pops that also want to use WordPress. And and that is a huge part of the audience for WordPress. They're not part of that community. And even if they were, let's say that I you know started participating in that community, I wouldn't get I, I wouldn't get a, you know anything through. I don't think so because I don't speak their language. They, they would, you know, they would overrule me with, 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 um, with better understanding of the technical details and stuff. So it would be very difficult for me to, to get through in a, a community full of, of programmers um, with, with my stupid usability of business needs for the application and all the boring stuff of getting, about getting things more stable and stuff, especially since I couldn't really contribute myself. <laughs> so, again... It's just um, it kind of it kind of makes me sad because especially WordPress uh, is one of the open source projects that I really do appreciate a lot. But but I do think that you're right, uh, um, Dave. That you know I I do think that a lot of people would really really hate it if Microsoft bought uh, WordPress. But some you know some company with a little more business understanding should really buy WordPress and um, and make those things work a little better. Yeah, I tell you what. See, this is the thing that uh, like bites me a little bit. Is the WordPress without the plugins is not really that awesome. You know what I mean? It's the plugins that add the the features to that CMS. So the question I would be asking is that if I've got a a blog hosted on WordPress.com, why can't I add plugins? I mean, I can't even have plugins from their directory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they know it's a massive, 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 massive security issue. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, I think there, there was an issue with Comment, um, comment Love not so long ago, if I remember correctly. Um, you know what I mean? So it's you know, it's just weird. You know what I mean? The, they can, the, they've got this kind of, it's not our fault attitude. And then they allow you to add stuff that will make it insecure, but they won't vet this stuff on the, you know, you can't install these things onto a WordPress hosted website. So it's a little bit two-faced. Um, and, and, and you I know, think- what, what might be a solution for them is to look a little more, I'm not saying they should go the whole way and close it down the way that they do, but maybe look a little bit more like what, 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 um, what Nintendo is doing with their platform, or what what um, what Apple is doing with the iPod and uh, uh, iPhone platform, with the applications for that, where now, uh, especially that there's been uproar in the in uh, what was the last two weeks or something in the, in the development uh, developing communities because uh, Apple actually just tightened the, the the rules for how to make applications uh, for, for the App Store, uh, but as a consumer. I must say that I kind of like it in a way. I, I can see some of the problems with it also, but I kind of like the, the fact that Apple is taking control and, and Nintendo is taking control uh, of the application and acknowledging that if I get bad applications on my device, I'm going to dislike the device. So it is in some degree um, the responsibility of, of, of the company that, supply the device to make sure that the application that goes on it are working for the, for the, for the end user. And as you say, with, with WordPress and the open architecture with the plugins, they're not able to provide that right now. 
Um, because a lot of the, 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 I mean, a lot of the plugins are great, but there are, you know, probably a lot of shit out there. I don't know all the plugins, but there's a lot of problems with, 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 with plugins that are made that way where everybody can make them and nobody controls them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it is, it's one of those, and there's got to be some kind of policing, um, how they do it, I don't know. And certainly with the self-updating plugins, I mean, you've got to be mad. You know what I mean? It's like, here you go, I'll put this plugin on my website, it's awesome. And then five minutes later, it's like, oh my God, what just happened there? Um, oh, just updated, yeah. and now it's like, this is not cool anymore. <laughs> but I think <laughs> you know what, I mean? what, what a commercial company like Microsoft would do if they bought up the company would be very logical, or if Apple bought it up, uh, they would probably, you know, make some kind of a safe haven or some, some you know, a, a set of plugins. <coughs> Sorry about that. That's um, verified. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, and it's like, it, it, they must be able to. I mean, Google seems to kind of like control its communities quite well. Um, so why would it, I mean, why can't WordPress? I guess it's because it's open source. <laughs> Yeah, and having said that, I think we're getting to the end of the show. Yeah, and I promise <laughs> next week that I will. I tell you, I've, I, most probably people have heard of this young lady before. Um, I've just stumbled across a blog. It's a blog by uh, Kirsty, which is uh, K-I-K-O-L-A-N-I dot com. Um, and she's blogged about the WordPress hacks on uh, network solutions. And she looks like a really, really, really good read. Um, so there you go. You wanted to start out, um, shout out to websites. I've just done one for you, Mikkel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope we, we, we should be able to do a live show next week as well. Uh, if Dave can get online, if they allow him to do that in the UK. I'm about to let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs>